0: Hi, there I am. Good afternoon. Happy Friday and welcome back to the Colleen of Bradley show here on my talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Stephanie Hansen and we got Grant for the rest of the show. Thanks again to Rocco. Colleen will be back on Monday as will Holly. And let's get right into it with a question for the audience. 651 641 1071. If you'd like to join the conversation, what did you have to limit during lockdown? And I'll tell you why we're asking in just a moment. But if you had something that you uh, had to limit your behavior on, 651-641-1071, let us know. And Stephanie, before I tell you why we're asking, um, I imagine there was something you had to put the brakes on during lockdown.
1: Yep. Two things. One was copious amounts of popcorn.
0: Mm, Yeah.
1: I I gave myself diverticulitis because I (gasps) ate so
0: much. What does that mean?
1: (laughs) Like just inflamed guts. Oh, no. Yeah. Not great. And then uh, wine.
0: Okay. So, wine, you were basically just inhaling wine and popcorn for yep.
1: pretty much
0: <laughs> until it got out of control.
1: Well, like, particularly that first, I want to say, like six weeks. Yeah. Where, and, and I have to, you know, I'm pandemic prepared. Like, I, I was bird flu prepared. I've had water and 20 pound bags of rice and all those things for a long time.
0: Yeah. I did not know that, but now I do. Yeah, I
1: did. And I had the N95 mask. I had the gloves. I had everything. I was making hand sanitizer like
0: in December. Oh my God. I did not know this about you. Yeah. You were pre-planning.
1: There was like this acute six week period of time where I was screaming into the void saying, this is a pandemic. And everyone around me was like, okay, freak. Yeah, sure. My sister was like, you know, there's medications. You can. And Steph March was like, um, really? We just. And and then, you know, everybody else. And about now a they're month calling later, you up like,
0: do you have any extra toilet paper? Uh,
1: oh, 100%. <laughs> I was bringing everyone I knew masks, gloves, hand sanitizer that I was making at home because I'd made vats of it. Oh my God! Absolutely, like my what do you attribute? Okay, so now daughter. we're taking
0: a left turn away from what you had to limit during lockdown. Because, well, I mean, this is the same conversation, but I want to go deeper on this because where did that come from? Like, where what 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 spurred you to that level of awareness that you you know most people weren't?
1: I think when I read that book, The Hot Zones. About Ebola. Oh,
0: okay. do you remember that book? No. It
1: was like this book that just talked about these viruses and these pandemics and how they. So I don't know, and I kind of have catastrophic thinking anyway, which this oh, is real deep, but adult children of alcoholics tend to have this. So. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so right away I went to the worst place, and then I drank too much wine. Which these all th- these things are all related, right? Yeah. But then I got a grip, and I started to like pull my head out, and then everyone else was like, It's a pandemic! I was like, yep, uh-huh.
0: They're like, I told you. We've and been here
1: before. We can get through this. Here's what we need.
0: I will say, I feel like I had a weak heads up, because there was a moment where I came home after listening to an epidemiologist like on the Daily Podcast sure. from the New York Times, who painted a very bleak picture. It had to be Osterholm. No, it wasn't, actually. It's an epidemiological reporter, actually. Um, So he is the person who covers people like Michael Osterholm. Osterholm, And he was very clear, like, this is what we're looking at. And up to that point, I, like many of the people you referenced, was like, okay, uh, I'm not really sure what's going to happen. But then he was like, this is going to be over a year, and you're going to need some supplies. And so I remember going home that day and telling Jamie, I'm going to go to Costco and thank God I did, because I was able to get stuff before things sort of yeah. got torn off the shelves. Yeast,
1: flour. Yeah,
0: I didn't get yeast, sadly. But then I learned how to make sourdough. That's right. So, you know. Anyway, um, I will say, of the things that I had to limit during lockdown, Jamie and I both... By the way, you can join the conversation, 651-641-1071. The things Jamie and I together had to limit were uh, ice cream. We were doing... Yeah. Like six pints of ice cream a week, if not more, <laughs> because that's all we did. We'd have dinner. We'd like do a little workout after work, uh, you know, a little pretend living room workout.
1: <laughs> like which, from- <laughs> which is my last 18 months of Pelotoning for 20 minutes,
0: me and Cody. Yeah. Well, you're not alone. Right. The rest of the world is uh, a lot of people are doing that. Um, but then we would have dinner and then we would sit on the couch and eat two pints of ice cream together. I would eat half. He would eat the other half. We'd swap and then eat the remaining <laughs> oh, I half. I love the swap doozies. Right. My daughter like went to school
1: in Vermont and she oh, came home. Oh, gosh.
0: Ben and Jerry's. Yeah.
1: And she came home that December and she was like, Mom. We get free Ben and Jerry's in the dorms, and she was like, "I have eaten a (laughs) peanut ice cream every night since I got there." Did she go
0: to like Ben and Jerry's University? They
1: just—I don't know what the relationship is. She went to University of Vermont, and Ben and Jerry's is housed there, and there's a cooler in their dorm, and it's full all the time.
0: That's crazy. I was going to ask Grant what he had to limit himself to, but then of course, uh, he's on the phone right now answering your calls. Which uh, we can get to in just a moment. Other than, I will say, I think Jamie had to like... Because one day I looked over and he had a glass of neat whiskey. (laughs) And he said he was doing a shot. And I was like, okay, well, that's not a shot. That's a glass. (laughs) That's a gulp. And he's like, well, I'm just going to sip it. And I was like, oh, so we've reached that level of the pandemic.
1: (laughs) That's funny. We're just
0: sipping whiskey. And I think he cut himself off pretty quickly because... You know, on a Wednesday.
1: Well, that's the thing, right? And and work too. Like all I did is work. Yeah, and I still am doing that. All I do is work from morning till night.
0: And you do. We know this because you've got I, it's your like hands a in becoming, a ton. Becoming of-
1: though, like unhealthy. Like I need to get a grip. Well, you, I'm just working on a lot of
0: stuff. As long as you just keep working through three o'clock today, I'm fine. With that. <laughs> Grant, do we have somebody on the phone? Yeah, Nikki's on the phone with us. All right, let's take Nikki's call and find out. Hey Nikki, what did you have to limit during lockdown?
1: So I'm a flight attendant and things got really bad. Yes. <laughs> um, so I was sitting at home on the couch for like weeks and weeks and weeks and I was still employed. I was still going out when they needed me to go out and everything, Yeah. but I was just watching too many movies. Like oh. I would sit there and run out of content or I felt like I was running out of content anyway, you know?
0: And did your, did your brain just feel, fr- feel fried? Like I need to just look at the sky for five minutes or something other than the TV screen.
1: You know, I lived at the time I lived on a, beach in chicago so you'd think that i'd want to go outside and go on the beach but i just felt glued to the couch yeah. i just felt like not doing anything you know
0: how did you get yourself off the couch um food <laughs> well i mean that's always a good motivator for me yes you betcha yeah thank you so much Absolutely. for your call um grant was there something that you had to limit yourself on DoorDash? oh okay tell oh, me more.
1: that's a good one.
2: Oh, i was we were door dashing you know we cooked a lot but It was three, it was getting to three, four times a week and getting real expensive, but we were tipping well. You know, we use it as a way, like we were like, Hey, they're out risking their lives working hard for us. So we tipped really well, but it was really nice to just have everything we wanted delivered right at our door.
1: I was used to eating out seven times a week before COVID. (laughs) Me too. So,
0: so that was a huge adjustment. Yes.
1: Oh yeah. And I'm a great cook and I know how to cook, but we just, I mean, there was always events and dinner things and so I would do a lot of eating out. My husband would stay at home for the most part. And so then all of a sudden it was just him and I and every night, like, what do we have for dinner?
0: And you're like, well.
1: And I was like, uh, why is this my job? I was like, this just is. <laughs> all
0: right. Speaking of eating, you guys, when we come back, it's a cheat day. And Stephanie, have you ever been here for a cheat day Friday? No. Well, we're going to put something in our mouth that hopefully Ooh. we will enjoy when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1. Good happy Friday to you Here on the Colina Bradley show On My Talk 107.1 We're streaming live and doing everything entertainment At mytalk107.1.com I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Stephanie Hansen And Grant today Thanks for being here Stephanie And I think this is a segment Built aptly for you <laughs> It is Cheat Day Friday Dirty rotten cheetah Cheat Day Taste Test Stick this in your mouth And we're gonna. And today, um, Stephanie, this happens occasionally. Listeners, and in this case, our good friend and listener to the show, Panda, sent us some Kit Kat treats from uh, the far, far away place of Japan. And uh, I don't know if you've ever tried these before.
1: I've tried some. Panda is always on it. Kit Kats has like over 300 flavors and the flavors from asia yeah are different and exceptional
0: versus the flavors from i know why do we always have such boring flavors here <laughs> in the united states
1: there is one out right now bradley cuz mm-hmm. i i'm that person that when i go to the convenience store i will buy the stunt stunt foods oh for sure um they have a mint kit kat right now that's on shelves and Mint and dark chocolate. It tastes like a thin mint. It's Ooh. spectacular. If you see it, get it. it I was do. So good. You know,
0: I'm not a huge mint person generally, but I do like the chocolate mint yeah. experience. If
1: you go with that experience, you're going to love it.
0: All right. So we have two different kinds here. The first one I thought we could try is the um, Sakura Mochi flavor. So yeah,
1: it's pink, it looks like pale pink really pretty.
0: And mochi is like a chewy rice cake, and Sakura is the cherry blossom. So one imagines it's going to taste vaguely of cherry and uh, rice. Hmm. What are you tasting over there, kids?
1: It's good. I like the inside part, the crispy part. The, the white chocolate is always a little cloying and too sweet for me. And it has a chemical aftertaste. Um.
0: I'm trying to figure out what that flavor is. Grant, do you taste anything? No. It tastes like a white chocolate. I, I get the white chocolate, but I can't... I don't know. It tastes like a dull Kit Kat to me. Just Like a what? A dull Kit Kat. Yeah. I don't know what a cherry blossom is supposed to taste like. Maybe it's just supposed to have that hint of floral.
1: A lavender... I don't know. That floral, botanical smell.
0: And vaguely rice, rice-like with the rice cake? I don't know. That one is, like, very nondescript. Yeah, there's not much
2: to be had. I mean, if you've had a white chocolate Kit Kat, it's very similar to that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And okay. I,
0: I like you, Stephanie, I'm not a huge um, white chocolate fan. Not too much. Because sometimes it can be a little just...
1: It's sweet. so much sweeter than regular chocolate.
0: So now this one, I thought this was green tea-ish, but I don't know why I thought that. And my Japanese skills have... Uh, sadly wanes since college (laughs) did you know japanese that was my major i can oh my speak and understand way more than i can read so my kanji did you go there
1: Mm -hmm. oh i'm so jealous
0: all right taste it what does it taste like to you again we're trying two different flavored kit kats from japan this is
1: like um brown sugar Oh, maybe it it's tastes like those wafers.
0: Yes, the wafer cookies.
2: Yeah,
1: that mm. you buy, that they come in pink and brown and white. Exactly. And they're like these little thin wafers, and they have the thin layer of marshmallow.
0: I'm with you. That's and a- it's
1: got some chocolate on it, but exactly. not real chocolate, oh. white chocolate.
0: Oh, my God. Panda's like, um, you guys, do you know what flavor that is? No, but it's good. Wasabi. Really? Yeah. No, it can't be. I mean... I don't taste anything spicy.
1: That is we're I don't know. That is not. Panda. I've had a wasabi, I think, Kit Kat, and I swear this is not it.
0: I need to look up the kanji for wasabi because Um,
1: there is a lot like these Kit Kats that they make, they have like azuka bean, they have lemon, orange, they've got strawberry, they have um Obviously chocolate and some of the regular ingredients, but green tea.
0: Oh, okay. So now I think we've figured it out. So she said the green one I sent was wasabi and the brown one was biscuit. Yeah, that was the one I had. We didn't get a green one, though. We got a pink one, and that's the one that says sakura mochi. But she did send send one for Dawn, and I wonder if that was the wasabi one. Probably. Somebody might have eaten the other wasabi ones, Panda. So brown was just biscuit. biscuit and it was good yeah i like that 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 the second one was much better than yes. the 1st wasn't as sweet but but good and i can say with my rudimentary japanese skills it says something something biscuit so <laughs> we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse
2: gold. Oh. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see.
0: We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senora Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you.
1: Something Which is so helpful. <laughs> well, and it's because
0: it's, you know, the the, um, the Japanese version of the English word biscuit. Biskito. So it's easy to read. You <laughs> know what
1: we're coming up on? No, what are we coming up on? Pumpkin Spice Kit cat. Oh, God, Ugh. no,
0: make it stop. And
1: do you not like
0: the Pumpkin Spice? i like, maybe just a tiny bit, but I don't need tons of it.
1: You guys,
0: okay, that's really, un-American. i re- <laughs> do <Don't laughs> not like started. the Pumpkin
1: Spice. I mean, I don't want it in my toothpaste I like spice, or my deodorant.
0: But I don't need your PSL shoved down my throat. Um, really quickly, before we go, I do want to ask you, scale of 1 to 5, 5 being the best thing you ever put in your mouth... For these two Kit Kats, you want to just give me a number? Three. Three? Grant? I'd say 2.5. I'm going to just say 2.75. I'll meet you guys in the <laughs> Nice. <middle>. <laughs> fun shoot though. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> Thank you, Panda, Thank for you. the international experience of Kit Kats. And when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we'll have more fun for Friday and you right here on my Talk 1071. I wanna Hello! Be Who's behaving badly in the world of celebrities? We're going to tell you because we're about to do some D-bags here on the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm Bradley. Stephanie Hanson along for the ride today. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. Also,
0: and our good friend Grant running the board. Thank you. you welcome. <laughs> um, also that song when we came back in to tell you what kind of radio ear I have. Did you hear what I heard?
1: No, but I want to ask a question about that song.
0: Oh well, this what I heard was he says if I come back, or it was something like along those lines. But he said it so fast together, it sounded like you know an inappropriate. <laughs> I, word. Know. I was like, oh god, he said that. What? With- what? Know.
1: Okay, is that song about uh, Megan Fox?
0: Oh, because it's Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, yeah. and
1: he's just singing about like how he doesn't fall in love easily, and how like the first kiss with this woman, like he was just that was it.
0: Interesting. I don't what know. You next paying time, attention. You A little here deep dive it. there, Steph. Nice.
1: Because I just, I, I, am kind of obsessed with words.
0: her. Are you really? Tell me why. Before we get to deep Bags.
1: Yeah, because she's so like plastic, mm. and I have obsessions with women that look like plastic, like Chloe, Kim. Uh, her Tori
0: Spelling recently like good obsessions or bad obsessions it's
1: kind of both because I think they're really beautiful but they look like fake dolls
0: well I want to probe this line of of thinking in a moment but (laughs) let's let's get into the D-bags and I we're gonna have time to come back to that presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day Okay, so my D-bag today, thanks for asking, is a guy by the name of Dr. Phil.
1: Oh, he can cross over real easily. right?
0: (laughs) He can be a great guy or a creeper. Now, what you will say when I read this headline to you is, Bradley, why did you make him a D-bag? That's a good thing. So the headline is, Dr. Phil blasts COVID-19 vaccine conspiracy theories with scathing response. And the story tells you about him. I think he was on the Late Late Show with James Corden and goes off on vaccine conspiracy theories, which we're all on board with going after conspiracy theories, right? Yeah. Unless they're celebrity conspiracy theories. And then we are here for them with popcorn. (laughs) But Dr. Phil, you know, like it's a good thing that he's he's poo-pooing conspiracy theories. Yeah,
1: he's trying to weigh in.
0: But do you remember where we've been with Dr. Phil and COVID before? Do you remember? Do you remember?
1: I don't remember, but I feel like maybe he's changed his tune because he's kind of like that. He might be a flip-flopper, as it were.
0: I think that is the case. And and this is not like he's maybe not my... Uh, He's not maybe the biggest D-bag of the world, but we've had him in this segment multiple times. He is a repeat offender. But this time I was just like, I'm glad that he's on board with the whole conspiracy theory thing. But you might remember that actually at the outset, back in like April of 2020, when this was all like front and center and critical to our paying attention and not taking this not seriously, like you had already been two months into your, you know, <laughs> My crisis experience. You were in the basement, like filtering. Yep. You you know, your waste products with
1: my tinfoil hat.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Well, he at that time was basically telling people the following. He went on a program that shall remain nameless, and he claimed that, quote, we probably shouldn't have ever started this. And the this deals with they were talking about covid social distancing measures like closing workplaces, schools and encouraging people to stay home for quarantine, And then also, even though he didn't want people to do this, he didn't have any other solutions or alternatives to this. So the criticism at the time from for Doctor Phil and a few people like him. Remember Doctor Drew? Kind of. I do.
1: Yeah, and the doctor part because they are doctors. Yeah, but not like medical doctors necessarily that should be like examining you if you needed a physical per se
0: exactly i don't know about dr drew what his actual doctor status is but dr phil is not a medical doctor for sure and to discourage people from taking you know quarantine measures seriously at that point seems kind of problematic and by kind of i mean very problematic so i just want to call him out today for you know thank you for doing the right thing now I hope you've seen the light from back then. It, it seems like a little bit of, I'm going to be really loud and obnoxious now to kind of take the attention away from when I maybe was saying some problematic things. Don't pay attention to that.
1: Um. Can I just have a bag moment
0: of just the world? I mean, yeah. Right. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: Why not? Let's can, hear it.
1: <clears throat> okay. Obviously people are under a lot of stress, mm-hmm. but I feel like I'm being inundated with people on their Instagrams or their Twitters or their Facebook saying, you know, I work in this shop or I own this restaurant or I'm wherever I'm at a school board meeting, wherever you are, where people are shouting Mm. their grievances Mm. that you didn't seat them, that you're asking them to wear a mask, whatever your grievances are. And I would just like people to stop, losing their damn minds yeah civility you can have your point of view great like you can decide not to shop somewhere you can decide that you're upset about whatever the policy is at your school this is the this is the democratic society we live in we don't all have to think the
2: same Mm -hmm.
1: but we do have to have a certain amount of civility and you have to have a gatekeeper which is yourself that prevents you from going to somewhere like the Golden Fig and standing and just ranting and raving and belittling an employee who's just doing her job, trying to ring up your stuff.
0: Did this happen?
1: Yes. Okay. I was yes. was like, I or think or like you're bringing
0: up an actual thing,
1: putting racist comments on someone's children because they don't look like your children at the store that you frequent. Whatever your issues are, because there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff happening. There's a lot of people that are struggling. Right. You just Can we just be civil? Like, just be civil. You don't have to agree. You don't have to like me. I don't have to like you. Just, (laughs) like, decide how you want the world to be. Decide how you want your children to grow up and see you behave. Yep. Like, I just don't get where that went in the last 18 months.
0: Yes. That seems to be in very short supply right now. People's er, triggers or uh, fuses.
1: And if you have lost it, because I... You know, I I will admit I've lost it on occasion. My first response after the loss of myself is, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I cannot believe I just did that, said that, thought that, whatever happened, I really owe you an apology. Like, that's okay, too. Yeah, absolutely. But let's just, if if you're going to write some just horribly nasty thing to someone or say something horribly nasty, just stop yourself. It's not okay.
0: And those are words to live by from Stephanie Hanson.
1: That's my collective D-bag problem.
0: No, I appreciate it. And thank you for saying that. I will say that my outbursts tend to go uh, at my partner in the comfort (laughs) of of my own home. Yeah, I've done that too. I cannot tell you how many... I mean, not typically. I'm saying over the last year and a half, I have found myself going, Oh my God, where did that come from? Yeah, (laughs) Because you just... Like all of our fuses at some point are going to burn really short. But what I've also marveled at and not so much what you're talking about, but my own uh, experience has been um, not like the people who sort of lose it in public. But um, in my own life, it's like I realize as I'm doing it, this is not what I should be doing. And then we can deal with it and move on really quickly. Right. It doesn't like last or linger. But I think we've all just gotten really, really you know we're all on edge.
1: Well, I think someone said you're we're all on edge, it's leaking out all over the place. We don't have any reserves. We're like up to our eyeballs in whatever we're dealing with all the time and when that starts to rise, there's just no
0: capacity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but I, certainly I found myself, you know, taking deep breaths and reminding myself copious amounts like in public spaces or in like restaurant situations. I mean, not that I'm really ever found anything to be that problematic but you do i do try to always remind myself like this is not the end of the world well there and when you go to pandemic. the grocery store there is... and
1: there's two lanes for 45 people and you're 12
0: back yeah. you just it's like or and the you... people who don't know how to move through a grocery store No,
1: and all the drive-through banks that are closed like all 12 windows are closed and you have to knock on the door and make an appointment to get money you do
0: Oh, banking is really hard right now. Really?
1: Yeah. A lot of things are hard, but again,
0: I did not, I guess I don't bank in person.
1: If you need, like I needed a cashier's check because my kid bought a house. Oh Yeah. I had to go to three separate places to get that cashier's check and was late to the closing because all the banks were closed. Wow. But like, okay, I can sit and rant and rave at this poor employee as another man who came in behind me did. I've seen people lose it all like a lot.
0: Yeah
2: and especially on the people that are taking the time to go to work right now and give us the opportunity to get yes. what we need done. If we're going to like when I'm at restaurants yes, right and now, and there are
0: so many people who've chosen not to. So thank you or can't because exactly. of the situation they find themselves in that the fact that we have shown up period like should be applauded by everyone.
2: Yes. Like at restaurants, I had a manager come up to me a couple weeks ago and be like, "Hey, I'm so sorry about everything. Like, I know it's really slow and I just want to apologize." And I looked at him and I was like, "Actually, She's a stud. She's been rocking it. She's been running all over the place. She's been on time. And even if she wasn't, I understand you yeah. are short staffed right now, just like everybody. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to go out and you're going to do things, you got to kind of expect that and don't lose it like the guy behind you at the bank. You know, you just yeah. got to just appreciate that we still have some people willing to help us
0: out.
1: And hopefully, for every, you know, one, we'll call them the screamer, screaming memes, there's nine nice grants.
0: Yeah. Well, and the people that will see the screaming Mimi, you know, will hopefully come in and be like, oh, sorry that you had to deal with that. Or Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: you do just kind of like shrink when you see someone uh, losing it. Yeah. And I, you know, I've lost it before, too. Like, I'm sure these people are good people and they're just having a moment. But if all of us can just take a collective deep breath, we're going to get through this. It's been long, but just let's be civil. Yeah, that's all I'm asking.
0: Thank you Beautiful. for the brain adjustment, Stephanie Hansen. And when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, I have a question for you, Stephanie. You in the text to me this morning said you don't understand these celebrities selling crappy products. I have and some I, examples. I need to understand <laughs> what that means when we come back. Are you fine with that? Oh, yeah. We'll do that right here on My Talk 107.1. Thank you for that, Grant, and welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. we're streaming live and doing everything entertainment. And My Talk 107. One, I'm just going to talk like this for the rest of the show. Sweet. It's Friday, and um, it's been a long time since I've been in Texas, but uh, I think we're we're in a better place now. Um, Stephanie Hansen is joining us today. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Than not being in Texas. Yeah, yeah I would agree. I
0: mean, well, most of my... I, I've got a, a good amount of family there still, but... The folks I see and and uh, deal with m- m- most regularly are now have left the state.
1: Did you ever have an accent like you were in Texas?
0: Yeah, yes. You know what I did do all the time. And uh, by the way, if you're just joining us, um, Stephanie's going to tell us about some crappy celebrity products that we told you about in the last segment, <laughs> yes. which hey, I, I need to understand. But y'all, hey, that y'all. was the easiest thing to pick up living in the South. And uh, now when I go back down there, I'm around family. Y'all comes back real easy.
2: Yeah, I bet. Yeah. yeah. It, people, p- people pick it up before if they're even going to move down there. It's like all of a sudden they turn Texas. Like, hey, y'all. My friend's moving down there in like a week and his wife just posted on Facebook. Hey, y'all. And I'm like, you haven't even moved there. <laughs> you're you're like, you can't Minnesota, do that yet. And you're going to throw the y'all out. You're not even down there you yet. You also have to buy cowboy boots and
1: wear them. True. And you have to buy a a hat. It could be a cowboy hat, but it we'll call it a statement hat.
0: Yes, because it could be well, for the
1: women like a felt hat or whatever. But you need in Texas. A
0: hat. There's a lot of statements being made on a regular basis. Yeah, with statement fashion. jewelry, yep. big like statement turquoise. hair.
1: Yep, yep.
0: You know, um, when I first moved to Texas from suburban Chicago in eighth grade. (laughs) You cried. I did because I went to (laughs) class and here's what I heard. This is the first, like, first class I, you know, I'm in a new school, (laughs) a new environment. I'm in the south. I mean, it's just a totally different culture than I was used to, right? And here's what I heard. I was like. I came home and I was like, I don't understand what people are saying. Oh, And my boy, mom was just like, Well Whale? Well,
1: you'll get, get used, used to it, it Bradley. <laughs> no, that is a really funny imitation and I imagine I that's right, exactly right, right. how you felt. <laughs> <laughs> like you were an like auctioneer. Ross
0: Perot was uh, my, my history teacher. <laughs> and I don't know very much about U.S. history now, so I'm sorry. Um, anyway, let's get back to your story. You um
1: <laughs> I brought these I was gonna bring this up with Steph on my weekly dish radio show tomorrow, nine to eleven, but Ooh, good tease. I think it's actually better to do it
0: with you. Okay. Hey, so fine. I won't tell.
1: I'm you know, I'm reading my uh high V magazine who they have a very fun um grocery stores have magazines that I always pick up because they have good recipes and the high V one is particularly fun, great photography. And as I'm paging through it, I keep seeing these ads for different celebrities that have products that I've never heard of.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And, you know, maybe this was part of like the advertising arrangement with Hy-V, but I'm just going to show you a few of these and talk about them. Yes, please. So the first one is Gene Simmons. Oh, God. From Kiss has money bag sodas. <laughs> what? Okay. That's a thing? Vintage cane sugar sodas. I'm thinking maybe he's in recovery and doesn't drink. Oh, so hey, sure. I'm sugar all here is for
0: his that. new demon?
1: Diet Cola, Cola, ginger ale, and root beer, and they're very, like, fancy bottles. But I was like, huh, okay, I've never heard of these. That's
0: and it's called Money
1: Bag? Money Bag. <laughs> Gene Simmons. Drink Money Bag is blah, the ad. Blah, okay? Blah, blah. So that okay. was the first one I saw, and I was like, well, that's kind of weird. <laughs> all right. Then the next one I saw was <laughs> juliana Ransick. okay her and bill they she has a
0: prosecco oh okay that seems like, appropriate
1: okay fancy she's kind of fancy a what's prosecco. it called what's
0: the name of the prosecco juliana oh well yeah okay. okay creative
1: all right so fine so
0: that was a label that was slapped on back at the prosecco factory
1: or bill who is her husband has bought a winery in Italy, which That's some of these celebrities possible. do. So, yeah. okay. Again, she sort of looks carefree and, like, this is what she does just for fun. She just pops open a bottle of Prosecco. But, okay, fine. This one, I just about tipped over. <laughs> okay, this is called Blondie's Bubbles. And this what? is Jenny McCarthy And Blondie's
0: Blondie's Bubbles
1: has her own hard seltzer, Oh God, um, a sparkling cocktail with no sugar. But the graphic is indeed Debbie Harry from Blondie.
0: Oh, that's weird. You're right.
1: I'm like, is this just the name? That's a knockoff. Or is it that this is Jenny McCarthy's company? These are light, natural, fun and sparkling cocktails that we've all been waiting for. It says we've all been waiting for them and they have arrived.
0: Blondie's, what are they called? Blondie's Blondies bubbles.
1: 90 calories, zero carbohydrates, natural flavors. And what's the giant selling point now in the marketplace?
0: Gluten free. Oh, yeah. Well, because
1: there was never gluten in
0: sparkling water. That's right. With booze. Thank you. I guess uh, malt, is malt liquor have gluten in it? It can. Okay. It can. Um, but you're right though the the graphic looks disturbingly like I'm now on the website like Debbie Harry yeah which makes sense Blondie right but how did she get away with that
1: I don't know and then I was like is this Jenny McCarthy's company or is Jenny McCarthy a spokesperson for I bet she's a spokesperson Blondie's Bubbles and is it owned by Debbie Harry because why wouldn't you put Debbie Harry as the
0: celebrity person on it these are all good questions, which you don't have answers to.
1: No, these are, there were no follow up questions allowed. I just, as I paged past the third celebrity endorsement of products I've never heard of and don't want to have, I was like, okay, this is enough. What? I'm going to start a peanut butter company
0: called Stephanie's Steph's Nuts.
1: Yes. <laughs> the nuts of the north <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you know i did want to well i'm not even going to share with you my business plan because it might happen someday yeah you don't want to give that million dollar but i'm m- not giving it to you you've yeah. heard
1: mine already that's what? so offensive and i probably shouldn't okay, say then but
0: don't say it i do not want to have to
1: i no, it's not
0: i'm gonna have a restaurant called dongs oh and okay. we're gonna serve hot dogs i'm fine with that why and dongs though just dongs because you just want to say the word
1: well, no. You're going to you going to
0: have like sexy guys? In men short are going to be the servers
1: wearing okay. banana hammocks.
0: <laughs> banana like,
1: hammocks. If you can have wings at Hooters, you can have dongs at Dongs, and that's going to be my concept. There's going to oh. be like ten different kinds of dongs, all delivered to oh your table God. by oiled. <laughs> okay. Small bikini hot men.
0: Anybody showing up at your table oiled? I'm just going to say that.
1: Well, but I mean think. About it sounds ridiculous, well, you know the- like I'm making this up. But this could happen because how did Hooters happen? Mar-
0: Margaret Cho had a um, an a piece of her act once where she talked. About, I think it was just called balls that she was going to do a very similar thing, and she's going to call it balls, <laughs> meatballs, yeah, um, all kinds of balls. There's the breast rolls,
1: Sheenies. yeah any kind of balls you can order and they would be brought to your table. I do like mine with the banana hammock guys. Cause I think <laughs> that you can go to Hooters and you know, it's got the yeah. eyes on the breast. I just feel like
0: I don't want to think about bits and pieces with my food.
1: That's what's so weird. Like yeah. I never actually went to a Hooters, but I did have a friend that worked there for like 25 years and you know, you'd go at the mall of America and you'd walk by and remember that was when there was like a patio out in the, lobby area kind yeah. of that's how patios were in malls for restaurants yeah and you'd walk by and there'd be like a dad and his wife and his two kids and they're just the jowing down thing. their wings
0: i went once uh with a friend who's like let's go get chicken wings at hooters haha and i was like okay because i've never really been to sure. hooters and i just felt horrible for the wait staff who were wearing like four layers of opaque tights with yes. shorts like hiked up orange yep, yeah it running shorts it did not look comfortable at all no no. No. So, nope. Um, celebrities making money off of very little it appears, uh, Stephanie.
1: Yeah, and I just wondered, like, I don't know. I thought it was odd that I've never heard of any of these products. I, and would you buy like Gene Simmons's no, natural like, cane hey, soda? I, just, I
0: really love that Gene Simmons. I wonder what his soda tastes like. Money
1: bag sodas. Yeah,
0: no thanks. And also, where are you buying those? And You're I don't probably think buying those online, and there's like two people.
1: Well, and I don't think I would drink Juliana's Prosecco. She doesn't look like she knows a lot about the winemaking. Yeah, I don't know. unless
0: I'm like obsessed with a thing. So maybe like if ABBA came out with limited edition. Okay, I would buy that. Donuts. I, I would buy their donuts. Yes. I I'd would. buy their s'mores. Yes, thank you. I'd buy their toothpaste. I really want to go to their concert.
1: I want to support their re- re-engineering. Yes, whatever that looks
0: like. Me too. All right, more on that. And uh, actually, Stephanie, I didn't tell you this, but I want to talk about something that you're working on. Uh, and is very, very exciting for all of us who love cookbooks. <laughs> Will you give us a little taste and a sure. tease? Sure, and sure. listeners, if you want to join the conversation, you know, what's your go-to cookbook? Give us a jingle. We'll talk cookbooks when we come back here on The Colina Bradley Show. 651-641-1071.